you're listening to a Mash Those Buttons podcast. Visit mashthosebuttons.com for a full podcast schedule. Guardian. Guardian. Welcome to episode 90 of In Orbit, Mash Shows Buttons podcast dedicated to Destiny and to you, the Destiny community. Wherever you are and whenever you're listening, we want to thank you as always for making this show a part of your Destiny experience. My name is Jorge. And my name is David. And on this week's show, it's just going to be us two. We're going to be talking about Destiny, Destiny 2 being on PC, and... Newsflash for those people who still play in Destiny 1, your best friend, aka the Jade Rabbit, is officially on sale at Xur. But before we get into anything, Wait, David, Xur is still in Destiny 1? Yep, he is still in Destiny 1. <laughs> He's all over the place. But David, what have you been up to? Uh, a lot of PC Destiny when I've had time. I, mean, I haven't had much time this past few weeks. It's been a busy week for me, but... Uh... PC Destiny, dude, it's so beautiful, and the guns feel great. Uh, the way that they changed the sandbox for PC Destiny is fantastic. The recoil patterns, fantastic. And honestly, tried playing on a controller, still feels fantastic. What about you? Uh, uh, I've been kind of busy doing a lot of other stuff, unfortunately. I haven't played that much Destiny, I'm not going to lie. Um, on Tuesday, I believe, uh, I did the Prestige Nightfall with a couple people. It wasn't that hard this week. It was, uh, I forget which one it was. It was the arms dealer. It's not that hard of a, a nightfall um, to, to complete the prestige on. Um, and then we attempted prestige raid, which I actually have yet to complete simply because I don't find much value in it. And we'll go ahead and discuss that in a little bit because there's a lot of stuff that kind of involves that topic. Uh, by the way, people watching live, my name is not I am T-Bot as shown on screen. Oh, sh- <laughs> So, I am go to NRG. That's G-O, the good. number two. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> David with the smoothness. Very, very, very smooth. But we want to thank, we want to make sure that you guys are also checking out all the other amazing podcasts that are available here on the Mash Those Buttons Network at www.mashnosebuttons.com. Make sure that you get involved with the show by sending us tweets to In Orbit Podcast on Twitter or send us an email at inorbitpodcast at gmail.com. So let's go ahead and start with the big news this week, which I think is very, very welcome. So we already know that for a while now, uh, Bungie's been feeling the heat. They haven't said much about it, but they've definitely been feeling it. And they kind of got in front of that and basically addressed a lot of the concerns that we've had. So Mr. Christopher Barrett, a.k.a. uh, one of the big producers of House of Wolves and Rise of Iron. um, You've seen him in the Vidox for those two. He kind of got in front of it and basically said this. Hey, everyone, we've been playing the game in the wild for seven weeks. And like the Destiny experiences that have come before, we've always been thinking about where the game is heading next. We're still planning when a bunch of improvements listed below are going to make their way into the game, but we wanted to let you know what we're up to. Here is a short list of updates that we're going to be working on. New systems and rewards to give our most engaged players additional optional pursuits. Better incentives for players who complete challenging prestige activities. Better rewards and replay value for strikes, adventures, and lost sectors. Crucible tuning like adjusted supremacy scoring and better spawning rules. Better incentives for completing crucible matches and penalties for quitting competitive games. 
Continued improvements to Iron Victory. Banner and faction rallies, including u- uniqueness of rewards. Changes to make the mod economy more interesting and impactful. Ongoing improvements to exotics, including adjustments to reduce instances of duplication. New ways to spend surplus currency and materials. We're looking at you, Legendary Shards. Thanks. And an emote interface that allows players to equip salty, spicy ramen, six-shooter, and flip out all at the same time. Now, the one big one that I skipped over intentionally was this last one because it's a, it's a little more in the future than what these other ones, I believe, are. Private matches for the competitive community. We are targeting early 2018. So, so, are you happy with um, those? Here's the thing. On one hand, yes, I'm very, very happy for this because these are things that we have been asking since basically this game came out. Mm-hmm. We, we kept asking, where's this? Where's that? Where's this? For good reason, because these are things that we kind of expect, or at least I think we would expect. On the other hand, why wasn't this in the beginning? And and I, I get I completely get it. Game development is a very very hard thing. It's not the easiest thing in the world. There's a lot involved, and I shouldn't be expecting perfection. At the same time, there's been three years of Destiny One. There's been a lot of things involved with this game, and I got to be honest, it's a little disappointing that certain things didn't carry over. Now, they are addressing it. So at, on one hand, it's like absolutely good job but at the same time it's like come on like this should have been in here like the the emote interface say what you will about like all these emotes like the point emote i believe is like one of the most important important emotes and as much as i love spicy ramen and salty and all those those other stuff like when i don't have that pointy one it gets weird because there's certain points where it's just like I would like to point at something for someone who is not in my fire team or party or whatever. Like, yo, here's a chest. Like, here's a pointy emote. Like, it, it just makes sense. And it's it's an easy, quick way to communicate. That's true. But I like how hard would it have been for them to have something? Because literally other games have this where you just mm-hmm. hold up on the D-pad. And after holding it for, say, three seconds, a whole circle of emotes appears and you just cycle through with like a left to right thumbstick, which I'm guessing is something along the lines of what they're working towards. Hopefully. We hope. Yeah. So I'm excited for these changes, but I got to be honest, like these are things that should have been in the, in the game. Like, I, I, I just don't know. Like. I'm not sure what their thought process was, if they were kind of rushing or what the situation was. I'm not going to speculate, but I mean, the fact that prestige came out the way it did and that the rewards are so poor, it's just, it, it's really deflating and it's kind of disappointing. And that's just how it, it, it hit me when, when I, I mean, a lot of people aren't playing the prestige rate at all. They're just like, what's the point? Because they didn't give a point. That's the whole thing. This We've talked about this a few times. And I mean, it's it's still my main point. This game came out and they said it was going to be like this as more aimed at a casual player base. They want there to be more for the casuals to not be left behind. And the hardcore players will have a ton of content to play, but it won't be as aimed towards them, which I understand that perspective because that's the kind of we're going to make money perspective because the more casuals will buy it than hardcore players. That's true. But a lot of things we're asking for that were already in Destiny 1, like, aren't even that much for the hardcore. And now we're going to see those things implemented because I think Bungie's realizing that in order to get these casuals into the game, the hardcore player base has to be behind it. And that's because things like Twitch are a extreme, extremely good marketing thing. And right now, um, the, the usual... Um, what Christmas noob influx you get in games like this and holiday season influxes you get Bungie is going to be left behind to games like the world war two call of duty. Um, Fortnite for PC is, is growing big. We got, uh, what are some of the other, there are a ton of big games coming out. I can't even think of them, but, uh, all these games coming out in November are going to way surpass destiny when it comes to the holiday season just because all the hardcore players that would be the driving force behind destiny, the people playing it on Twitch, advertising it as a game to get 
aren't going to be playing it because they don't have something to do. So now Bungie, I think, is realizing that they need to give something for the hardcore players to be in the game. Because if you look right now at the Twitch um, directory where you would usually see all these Bungie streamers playing it, they're not. Uh, they're playing Mario. They're playing uh, Fortnite. They're still playing um, PUBG, like all those types of games. And this is only what? A month and a half into the game not even being released the pc just got released and people still aren't playing it like there's there isn't that drive to play that there was in destiny one which keeps the community growing because without the hardcore player base the casual player base can't grow yeah so i mean i'm 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 really excited about uh private matches coming back but i gotta say like I mean, I remember listening to um, the Destiny Community podcast the other day. I'm more excited for when they finally introduce, um, not 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 private matches, but custom uh, matches. Custom matches. Thank yeah. you. Like that's a big thing for me. Like I want some absolutely insane modes, and and like I can set the the settings, and I, I I'm I'm just excited for, for that time. So. Because I would love to have all these custom matches with with the clan, like just having absolute insanity going on. But these are these are definitely big steps towards getting the game that we want, and I'm hoping that it's successful. So there will be another uh, going through the, the rest of the um, the TWAB this week. There's going to be a patch this coming week. Most likely on Tuesday, they, they didn't state exactly what the dates are, but usually it happens around reset time, either reset or Wednesday, where they're going to finally fix the big issue with the emote bureaucratic walk. Now, unfortunately, we didn't have a show last week, but we did talk about this. There was an emote in the game, bureaucratic walk, where you could glitch into walls and kind of sneak around in the background, and you could cause a lot of problems for games like trials so that happened they shut down trials which in, instead of shutting down trials why not shut down the emote i, I, I just this is a, <laughs> i agree it's it's such a big big game mode for this for this game like trials uh, is a, so you say that but is it these days i mean it's not okay it's not as big as what it once once was but Let's be honest, like during the weekend, that's a big thing for this game on ter- in terms of Twitch. True. Like, there's a lot of people that watch Twitch strictly for this game mode. So I don't know. I, I, it, it just seems weird that instead of sh- instead of shutting down the emote, they shut down the entire game mode for two weeks. Now, I'm not. I'm not the one who can make those decisions, but hey, whatever. They're also going to fix a an issue causing players to encounter empty public spaces too often in free roam. And they're updating several rules in Crucible, including clash, control, survival, and supremacy. Um, I'm not going to go through them because a lot of it is just score changes uh, to make it a little bit more quicker. Um, some of them are welcome. So definitely check out the TWAB. We'll include that in the show notes. But... Let's talk about the big, the other big news of this week, which is the release of PC Destiny 2. So, David, I know that you played a bit of it. What are your thoughts on PC Destiny 2 so far? I mean, so far, I'm having a great time with it. Um, I don't know how many times I can play the story. This is my fourth time through now, but uh, I'm still having a good time. It uh, is beautiful. It plays really nice. The one thing that I really like about it is the sandbox of um, the PC. It, it's got a different feel <laughs> than... Um, <laughs> the the x or xbox the playstation and xbox really console in general it has a different feel on pc than console when it comes to these guns like hand cannons especially where you shoot it goes scout rifles uh their recoil feels good paul's rifles the recoil actually feels fantastic and it's not just the whole um no aim assist and better pointing of a mouse it's just in general it feels good even when you use a controller the the sandbox feels better it feels more fun the crucible feels more inviting to me to jump into. Um, and it honestly feels like I just have a, a greater range of guns I can use and have fun with. It's not this whole um, Mita Uriel's uh, trap that we're in on council. Like it may become that because those guns still may be what everybody 
uh, floats towards. But right now, it just because all the guns feel great and feel viable. Man, these hand, the hand cannons have not felt this good in Destiny since year one. And like, I'm loving it because as you know, I am a hand cannon prod. I love them. And, and no, it feels great. Um, like I said before, graphics are beautiful. It's always nice to play Destiny in 60 frames per second and above. And I mean, I don't have a 4K monitor, but I'm sure those who are playing it with 4K and uncapped frame rates are ugh, enjoying this even more than I am. Yeah, I mean, I'm really excited uh, for the sandbox in particular. That's what what I am very interested in seeing because we already know that they're going to balance both the sandboxes for the console and for the uh, the PCs separately. Mm-hmm. But I'm hoping that both of them can influence each other. For I example, um, there are certain things about the PC one, especially look. I, I can't stand Bloom. Like, Bloom just seems like such a stupid thing to put in the game. It, it, and I get what they're trying to do. They're, they're trying to make it so that hand cannons aren't OP in PvP. But you've done that with the range uh, drop-off. Like, the yeah. range drop-off makes sense. Like, you're not going to be going at scout rifle range, especially in this game mode. Or, I'm, I'm sorry, in this sandbox where scout rifles are very, very strong. I would I would venture to say that uh, scout rifles are probably the strongest weapon class right now, and I'm and I'm talking about I, I'd I'd argue autos, but it's okay. But I think it's more of Uriel's in particular. Like Uriel's range is absolutely ridiculous, and and I wouldn't be surprised yes. if that's something that they touch a bit because, I mean, it's really heavily competing with with Mida at certain ranges, and I'm it, it's it's sad when I have to defend Mida's like yo. You're putting Mida down a little bit too much. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it is weird. No, I agree with you, though. The hand cannon bloom thing is a big problem. And I think um, the the biggest proving point to your point of range is what solves them is if you look at better devils, which is a hand cannon everybody loves using better devils because of its perk explosive rounds actually doesn't suffer the same range penalties that other um, hand cannons suffer because of the way that explosive rounds work and it's mm-hmm. it makes better devils a very usable hand cannon because it's got that range bonus i'm not saying better devils is op it's not but you can see the difference between that and other hand cannons simply because while there's still bloom it, it can hit more effectively at further ranges thanks to explosive rounds and i honestly think they're at this rate with the way hand cannons are balanced with the way auto rifles and scout rifles are working maybe pulse rifles need a little bit of a, a buff but if hand cannons just had bloom removed i think they would feel fantastic and they wouldn't rule the crucible but they would have a very viable place yeah, I mean, I, I think it, it's weird that pulse rifles don't feel that all that good because r- I remember when pulse rifles were first there in vanilla and they didn't feel good at all. Like everybody ignored them uh, until they finally did. They overcompensated and made pulse rifles absolutely ridiculous <laughs> and so deadly. Um, but from what I'm hearing, uh, pulse rifles are way more viable now on PC simply because of the stability. Yeah, definitely. And I definitely I definitely want to check it out. I'm not a PC gamer. I don't have a gaming PC. Um it's one thing I I kind of want to get soon is a gaming PC so I can try it out. Um but there's a couple other things I have to spend money on first, so. <laughs> you can get a, you can get a, a cheap one for uh that's a decent one, cheap and decent, you know. $600, $700. So- that, that, that's what they call me cheap and decent anyway <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's, that's so terrible self-defecating humor yeah we'll go with that um <laughs> god so yeah i i, I I'm, I'm even tempted to try it out on my um on my mac mini like it, it's not the greatest ugh, computer but ugh, ugh. does it even run no. on mac yeah i mean it, it i have um boot camp on it so okay. And it it like my, on boot camp I play a lot of games on on Steam so it, it plays it actually pretty well so nice. I'm not expecting absolute graphical masterpiece but at least being able to you know try it out I mean, you could try it's it just ex- it's more the experience too. I want I want the experience of the game to see how it feels how it plays because mm-hmm. it's very very interesting to me that it's on PC and that it's running so well now obviously there are minor issues that I, I, I'm not 
I'm not super concerned. Um, there is one big thing that we're going to talk about with regards to the PC launch. But I think for the most part, it's been a very successful PC launch. I mean, these games, when they usually come out on PC, they don't, they have so many this issues. This is um, like the smoothest PC launch I've ever seen for a game I want to play. Mm-hmm. Like it, it yeah, went you, very smooth. Yeah, people went in immediately. They they were out there. Like they no were no queue times, nothing. Like yeah. So kudos to Bungie and Vicarious Visions for putting out that game the Blizzard. way they did. Uh, Blizz, uh, yeah, Blizzard. I, I mean, I'm really really impressed of how smooth it came out. Now, obviously, there's small issues. Always happens with the launch, but hey, if the actual game is running, I mean, massive shout out to you guys. So, so great job, Bungie. Great job, Vicarious, and great job, Blizzard, for your support. Um, it's great to see a new community um, growing. Um, I, I, it's going to be interesting to see who populates this this community because I, I don't think it's just going to be uh, console gamers going over there. I can easily see. And I'm not saying that that they're terrible, but gamers who like, like, let's say Counter-Strike, the other big first person Mm -hmm. shooters that are out there, like they're not big, huge players on that game, or they're not that they don't have an audience or whatever. I can see them easily making the migration to destiny Two and saying, Hey, you know what? I'm actually doing pretty well. There's a lot of people who play. Wow. Who were very interested in this game because of the mechanics in that it's wow light or whatever you want to call it. An MML light. Which I think that that will uh, hold further if these updates they've talked about get put in. Because right now, uh, this game has nothing compared to the type of grind you'd usually see in a PC game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. So I'm, I'm hoping that there's a, a great sizable community that builds from the PC, um, PC side. And I really want to see that game grow. It's just, it's really exciting to me to see this, like I said, a new launch. Um, I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm along for the ride and, and I want to be along for the ride. That's why I want to get the PC version. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I encourage it, dude. The sandbox alone, I think is enough to play this game. Cause if, like I said, it feels great. The guns, um, feel as pure as I've ever felt them in destiny. And I honestly, like if they completely ported the PC sandbox to the console version right now, I would be okay with it. It, it feels fantastic. So let's talk about the big, huge story that came out with regards to the PC launch, which is bands. A lot of people made a big, huge stink about bands, and I'm not—I I don't have any numbers for how many copies they sold for PC, but if it was only 400 people, right? Like, well, that's the thing—is it? It's like Reddit kind of blew up with it, Twitter blew up, like social media in general blew up with it, and then Bungie comes out and they're like, "Well, it was only 400 people." So either Bungie gave a wrong number, which I know there was people who got like a temporary ban type thing and then it got fixed. So maybe that's what a lot of these people were or people mm. just kind of took the story and blew it out of proportion, which, which does it wouldn't happen. surprise me. That, that happens on the Internet a lot. <laughs> Hello, Reddit. Right. But um, it, it. And then they went back and they reviewed and what four got overturned and then a few later or something like that. So. It was a a huge problem that the numbers make it seem like it wasn't that huge, or at least the numbers that Bungie's given us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I think that I honestly, th- it, I mean, uh, people will, will will flip the script and twist a story just because they they just you know they didn't like what happened. Now, I don't know exactly what criteria Bungie used. They'll never say because, hey, that's part of security or, or how to gauge that, that, that whole thing. But I'm, I'm just like, give it some time, people. I, I think that, that Bungie is getting it right. Some of you people are going to have bad experiences and that's unfortunate. But I think everything is going to get right. Bungie's obviously working hard with Vicarious Visions to get this done right. So, cross my fingers, everything will be all right. But, man, people are just, they just like to, to whine. They do. Yeah, it's its true. And I think that's part of what we saw here. Mm-hmm. So, before we continue the rest of this podcast, hey, David, 
Yes, Jorge. <laughs> Why don't you talk about Mash Those Buttons? Well, <laughs> Mash Those Buttons is your ultimate resource for video game commentary, reaction, and involvement by a variety of opinionated and informed gamers who love gaming of all kinds. Covering a large swath of gaming, we cover the latest news and information on the games you care about and always provide unfiltered commentary and fun. Check out all the killer podcasts available today right on the Mash Those Buttons website at www.mashthosebuttons.com. All right. And Jorge, is there is there like something you really like, man? Oh, I love video games and nerd culture, if you couldn't tell. Look at my shirt for those people watching live. And have I got the place for you guys. It's Ripped Apparel. They have the ultimate collection of t-shirts, crew neck sweaters, tank tops, and accessories to help deck you out in the items that you care about. Now, right now, if you use the coupon code INORBITPODCAST, all one word, you get 10% off your order. The website is www.ript. A-P-P-A-R-E-L dot com and make sure that you use the coupon code in orbit podcast, all one word, at checkout to get 10% off your order. We want to thank Ripped Apparel for sponsoring this show. So next up, we're going to be talking about the Prestige Raid. So Prestige Raid came out. Now... So the rewards aren't that great. Let's just put it out there. Uh, the rewards are basically all cosmetic. A different shader. You get an emblem. La-di-da. And, and slight changes to the armor. Like you get a different armor set. Even though it's the same exact armor set. Just different colors. So I'm not going to talk about the disappointment of the rewards. Because hey. We kind of already beat that dog down. Let's talk about the actual. Um, encounters themselves now david have you attempted the prestige raid or not so i actually have not honestly the only time i've been raiding is tuesday nights and this past tuesday night i was unable to raid so i have not attempted the prestige raid yeah so i attempted the prestige raid and it did not go smoothly because basically people weren't into it um and i'm not blaming them it's it's a hard time to want to do the raid they basically were saying, why are there so many more enemies? I mean, so we, we tried the the Castellum section. That's the middle section. And the enemies, you have to... So one thing I noticed is, remember how um, there was always that empowerment that if you stand on the... the where they, they plant the flag? Yeah, the one that essentially did nothing. Well, it does do something. Oh, what does it do? It gives you a buff in terms of damage, which oh. allows you to do extra damage to the enemy so you can't just be rainbow right so i mean (laughs) so for the longest time i wasn't using that i was just killing enemies and with the amount of enemies that are coming out there and and the uh the reclaimers like there's just a lot of ads that are there and when you stand on that it helped it it helped take out the the reclaimers real quick so Mm, i see so what you're saying is just go through the underbelly Every time you do the raid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, it, 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 I, I still recommend you do the, the the first time just so that you get that one reward. But shaders. Woo. Yeah. Once once you get once you get that reward, just there's no point in going back in there. Just just get out. Stay out. And this week, the first encounter was baths. And oh, my God. So every time you kill a bather, they drop some oil that can really, really mess you up. Yeah, it burns your protection, and, right? Yeah. So it burns your protection, and then there's just a lot... I, I don't know if there's a lot more enemies, but it just feels like they were strong. I mean, obviously they're strong because it's level 300, but a, it, like, it was a tough encounter, and, and the group just didn't get through it. Like we, They just they, they said at a, at a certain failure, they were like, this is dumb. This is dumb. I don't want to do this anymore. Let's move on. Right. And that's when the entire team just fell apart. Um, the next encounter would have been dogs. And then it was either dogs or whatever the case. Dogs now has eight dogs like we predicted. Yep. And um, the gauntlet just has 
So both the the scion and the projection spawn at the same time. So you really kind of have to do the old method that we were doing. You can't really have the four people because you kind of have to focus on on two things at the same time. You um, have to do the standstill I'm, method now, right? That's that, yeah, yeah. That's what I've seen. I like that method better, so it's okay. Yeah. So so th- there's a lot more stuff going on, a lot more enemies to kill. And the one that was interesting was Callus, where well, basically for, for Gauntlet, uh, a person can't run twice as well, right? Correct. Yeah. So once you've already run the Gauntlet, you can't run it again until the final go around. So basically, everybody has to run the Gauntlet. Basically, a lot of this raid is is forcing people to do everything. It's almost like the challenge modes of of past raids, right? I mean, that, that's 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 the big thing. So I think. I think that the changes are 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 good, but the fact that there's no real carrot as to do doing that is what's causing people to not want to do them at all. Well, here's That's the thing: my my mm-hmm. opinion. Sorry to cut you off. Mm-hmm. If the changes to mechanics had been there, but the addition of stronger and more ads hadn't, I would do it to get the the different looking armor. But because there are also these like stupid amounts of ads and stronger ads, I have no reason t- to me to want to do that more than once than to get the thing that says I've done it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's weird because I never felt this way with King's Fall. Mm-hmm. I never felt this way with Wrath of the Machine. Same. Like, like, even though we, we knew that there were more, like, majors, like, it just felt like the encounters were all mechanic. Yeah. And now, obviously, on, yeah. on King's Fall, like, the, the, the hard mode raid, like, you had to be a specific level, I think, 290 um, or 291 so that their enemies wouldn't be red. Like, you were, you were at the final room, like, everything is really, really hard in that room. But it just felt like... In this rate, it just feels, I don't know, maybe it's just me. Well, okay, so so my opinion, um, and I think it, it honestly to me boils down to the rewards. And the thing was, like, in Wrath of the Machine, I would always, I would go back and do it a ton. I'd do the challenge modes, I'd do the hard mode, mainly to help people, but also to get rewards because I enjoyed the, um, the like, harrowed armor. I don't remember what it was called for Wrath, but, like, the harrowed armor and the bonus rewards you can get from hard mode I wanted and enjoyed. I haven't actually wanted to go grind the hard mode and challenges religiously every week since King's Fall. And that was because in King's Fall, when I was going into hard mode, I was not even close to the max light level still. Like, I I needed hard mode to get higher level stuff, and I needed challenge modes to finally get me the guaranteed 320s because I could not get a goddamn 320 ghost trap to save my life. But <laughs> I haven't had that. Tell I'm, me how you really feel. Right? No, it honestly, it I feel like the rewards ruin wanting to do raids religiously unless you're just doing it to help people, which I enjoy helping people through raids. But it, if there's not those rewards that you need from the raids, there's no point to just do it by yourself, because at this point, I don't feel like banging your head against the wall fighting majors is any more fun than just going playing crucible or farming public events right so i i'm 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 really baffled as to this decision like it just does not make any sense that they didn't think the reward system out like i I don't understand It, it what possible reason could they have done made so that the prestige mode the hardest activity in the game in terms of PVE, only gives really cosmetic. Yeah, just like what? What is it? Like, like uh, even going back, the reason that you wanted to do Vault of Glass was obviously to uh, Vex Mythiclax, uh, Vapebringer. You the know, freaking the, helmet, man. <laughs> the freaking helmet. Um, when you wanted to do. Um, hard mode um crota 
because you wanted the is it, that the, was what black hammer and hunger no black hammer you get black hammer and hunger you got from normal crota the completion abyss. but you got the prime the primaries from hard oh crota. that's right it was like abyss word of crota um yep uh what's what's the pulse rifle fang of ear you yeah oh no, no that's no, a scout no, that was a monster that's, that's too <laughs> Oversoul Edict. Yeah. Well, yeah, and all the rewards, dude. And honestly, like, a simple change, literally the simplest change they could put into this game right now that would make people want to do prestige mode is if the normal armor, like, normal mode raid just drops what it's dropping. That's fine. It's whatever. It's not the end of the world. The, uh, egg, like, clan engrams still drop what they're dropping, not the end of the world. But the prestige mode armor drops with some type of perk that affects the raid mm -hmm. now everybody's going to want that armor because it's going to actually give you something that helps you beat the prestige mode the next time you do it yeah I i'm still surprised that the that the armor doesn't have specific perks that a, a special perk for the raid like every single armor in every other raid has had a special perk like for example deal extra damage to oracles with on the weapons um extra damage to hive cocoon uh bonus damage against fallen like right or or take extra damage from the scorch cannon yeah it's like they're like very specific things that yes you could do outside but like the main application for these perks were for the raid like it doesn't seem like 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 they wanted to do that it just seems like it's, like okay here yeah. you go it's weird i mean look at look at uh my favorite gauntlets from uh, year three of Destiny were the raid Wrath of Machine gauntlets because they essentially were an exotic in their own sense. More heavy ammo from Fallen and the majority of things we were fighting in that expansion was Fallen. Like that mm -hmm. was basically, it felt exotic, which I personally think raid armor should feel exotic because it's something you're getting from this, the most prestigious activity in the game. Yeah, so I'm I'm really disappointed in the rewards overall in this game. Like, it just doesn't make sense. Like, there's no purpose in in the in, in like these these weapons. Like, the auto rifle, I thought it was cool at first. I don't find myself using it that much. Most of the time now, I'm using Nameless Midnight or um, Better Devils. Like, it, they just seem like better solutions than the auto rifle or the pulse rifle hot garbage i i, I tried it out I, I, the only it's reason i had it was pvp okay but <laughs> I, I i but like would you rather use that pulse rifle over a uriel's gift most uh, likely not yeah because i'm a hipster and i don't play meta bro oh my god anyway <laughs> like, like I, I just i don't think these weapons were thought out enough and and it's kind of disappointing no, I, I, think want they, them. I think it's the opposite i think they were thought out i think they were purposely thought out to not be unique because they didn't want casuals to think that hardcore players were getting something that they couldn't obtain yeah so i hope that so one thing we didn't talk about on the show yet i mean we technically talked about it last week but Yet last week didn't exist. That is an unaired is, episode that you will find online 15 years from now with its full messed up sound quality and all. Oh, God. So last week we talked about the seasons and how every time there's a season that, that, that comes by, there's going to be changes to weapons. I hope that in the season they refresh these weapons because or and armor piece, pieces to actually give them meaning because... They're not that good right now, and they're very disappointing. I want them to change. Some might say they're shit-tastic. Like, the only only weapons that... I'm going to ignore that completely because <laughs> that was terrible. Only weapons that really, that really matter to me right now are the Raid Rocket Launcher, which is an absolute monster, no matter what. It's just... It's ridiculous. I, and I know that you're not super high on it but i think the raid sword is really really good no it's no no it's fun it's fun i just was not high on using it for dogs because there are things that are better but it's great i love using it in just normal pve mm -hmm. I, I i love using it on dogs just because i have unlimited ammo it's just uppercut 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 anyway um yeah i i i, I 
prestige mode raid needs to be fixed. It's just as simple as that. Honestly, though, my I honestly feel like we're not going to get a fix of raid in the way we want it until the next raid releases, which I don't think we'll get till the second DLC. You don't think we'll get till the comic. I no, I didn't say that. I'm hoping I'm I'm hoping that there is and I know that you said you don't think that there's going to be one. I'm really hoping that there's one in DLC one because this game has already gone through a lot of stuff where it's just like like people are tuning out and to not have a raid like that would just like people would be like, I know I, 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 I get your theory and it makes sense. But like it just makes sense. Uh, I mean, that makes sense. It like it, it would it would stink. And I like if you think people are complaining now, we re- I remember how how much people complained when, uh, what is it? House of Wolves didn't have a raid. Like it's gonna go through the roof. It's like they're gonna say Bungie messed us up yet again. That's you true. know it's gonna happen. No, I agree. I I mean. I want there to be a raid. Like, don't get me wrong. I want there to be a raid because I would love to see three raids a year because I would love to see like the way we play raids is different from the way the average player probably plays raids. Like for the first few months, we will hit that raid three times. Well, not this raid as much, but every raid in the past, we would hit three times on Tuesday night and then multiple times following it during the week just to help people Uh, with this raid. It's slightly different just because the rewards aren't there. So I want there to be a raid because I want the new challenges. I love figuring out raids. I love figuring out the best strategies for raids. Working as a team in this six-man encounter is something that I love. I just don't know if they would put, if they have the ability to put that much into developing three raids. Yes, they've had years working on Destiny 2, so maybe they have. But mm-hmm. I also, prior it had never seemed prior to this that they would want to switch up the raid system that fast. But Maybe now they do. Maybe that's why the rewards are the way they are. Who knows? Yeah. So cross our fingers that everything gets resolved with regards to the raids. But let's go ahead and go into our favorite section. Messages from the reef. So messages from the reef is where we get you, the audience, to respond to us or to send us questions. If you want to be involved with the show, make sure that you send us questions to inorbitpodcast at gmail.com or send us a tweet at inorbitpodcast. You can also send us messages right on our Discord and the links will be in the show notes. So this week on Messages from the Reef. In fact, let me pull it up. I apologize (laughs) about that. Here we go. We are actively prepared here at Inorbit. So the first question comes from Mr. Daniel Escobar. Boo. Anyway, do you think the improvements coming later announced on the TWAB should have been there since Destiny 2 launch? Yes. Uh, Yeah, a lot of them. And I think it's just because a lot of them are pretty like self-explanatory. I, I won't dive all the way in. My biggest thing is vendors. Uh, and then in our unreleased episode from last week, I, I went on this for this like 15 minutes, which is why I won't dive all the way in. But I've always thought that each vendor should still have a level up system and the level up system should unlock different tiers of things that you can actively buy from them. Similar to the way the person from Reddit has done it, except I think it should be uh, like planetary materials, legendary shards and tokens are all used to buy these things. And you just level them up through XP, not through tokens. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the next question comes from Mr. Michael Pellish. Destiny 1 survived a lot of new games coming out. Is Destiny going to lose a lot of more players to Call of Duty and Star Wars Battlefront 2 as well as other games that are going to be released this year? Um I think Destiny 2 in its current state will lose player like a big portion of its player base temporarily. If they have like a a big resurgence come DLC, I think they'll get them back. But I don't know. Uh, With Destiny, the thing about Destiny is it's similar to WoW in the fact that it has this hardcore player base that will never leave, that will stick by it no matter what. And that will keep Destiny going. Uh, 
no matter how many times Bungie messes up, it seems. But I think Destiny 2 has potential to be revived. It just needs to be revived real quickly or Destiny 3 will not have any sort of hype to it. So I think it will lose a lot of players. In fact, we're starting to see the exodus now with gamers going to PUBG and other stuff right now. Mm, it's a me. It's a Mario. And I can't wait to play Mario. And I mean, just looking at myself, I don't play it as much as like Destiny 1. And, and I, there's a lot of stuff I love about this game, but I just don't think it's the game that I wanted. And that's Same. sad for me to think that way. I'm already back on Skyrim, bro. So this one comes from Will Stuffin. We're only two months into the game and our clan is pretty inactive already. I'm sure we all didn't expect that to happen. Do you think that Bungie and Activision are going to remedy this in the near future? Um, I think they're going to try to. The inactivity comes from they're not being in-game. Like, there's no... There is ritual content, but it's not ritual content in the way we've seen in the past. And there's no grind. And I think that clans will continue to see, like, activity drop-offs unless there is things to grind. Like, if I... And this is why I like this the uh, um, vendor system that I put forward. If I can see a set of armor that's available at level 50 for that vendor on sale for like a thousand tokens a piece and mm -hmm. I can see it and want it, I will grind for it. It's the same reason why me, who hasn't been playing that much, played stupid amounts of hours during Iron Banner Week. And it's because... I wanted the Iron Banner armor. No matter how horrible the drop rates were, I wanted it. If I can see something, if people can see it, know what they're going to get from the grind, they will grind. And I think if Bungie is able to put that in, then we'll see a return from all sorts of player bases. Yeah. So that was it for Messages from the Reef. We only had a couple questions that week. So we want to thank you guys for getting involved. Um... I think that's really it. I mean, is, is there any other topics you wanted to bring up or any other items you want to bring up, David? Um, well, last week we touched a lot on the seasons, like we said. Uh, I think the overall consensus from last week, since we didn't really talk on it, was that we're all super excited uh, for seasons. And uh, I'm really hoping to see how they'll play out. Jorge's not that excited, I guess. I'm super excited for seasons just because I like refresh, refreshing things. Okay, It's going to refresh for us. Well, I mean, for me, like, I'm not super excited. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm okay with it. And the reason I say that is, it's again, a lot of this stuff is like, like, like I've mentioned before. Like, these are things that should have been in the game. Just like the, the vendor system in its entirety just seems so weird. And I'm not saying that Destiny One's vendor system was perfect, but it was a better system than what we got right now. Yeah. It's because they had things for sale. It's It's been there since day one where we looked at the vendors and said, why is there just so much empty space on this screen? Mm -hmm. And um, I'm hoping they can remedy it with seasons. I'm putting my faith in the live team. They've done some good stuff in the past. So I don't know. Well, hopefully it'll be good. But no, besides that, I don't really have anything else to talk about this week. Um, you got anything, Jorge? I mean, all I know is that this is going to be me. In a couple hours, so he's holding up a Super Nintendo for those of you who uh, can't see that because you're listening. Super Nintendo Classic Edition. It's uh, I mean, uh, look, I'm not trying to bash a game. I'm really not, but I'm more excited about the Super Nintendo Classic Edition, which has games I've already played and beaten, than I am about this game right now, and that's unfortunate. Like I've, I've for the longest time, we've been excited for this game. And it just seems like Bungie really. They missed a couple I, marks. They missed big marks, big, huge marks, which I, I, I'm, I, it frustrates me. It really does. It, frust so, see, it frustrates you and it frustrates me because we want to grind the heck out of this game. And mm -hmm. there are people who don't want that and probably love Destiny 2 for that reason. Because honestly, if the game stays like this, like I will never stop playing Destiny. I will always come back to Destiny to play through the DLCs because I love the way it feels and I love the stories. Right now I'm playing PC. I mean, 
I'm replaying the story again. It's just um, if it's not going to be a grind game, I'm not going to play it like a grind game. I'm not going to play it like I play um, Skyrim, which who knows how many hours I put into it. But I literally have multiple characters over level 100 on Skyrim, and I like to just play different builds in that game over and over again i won't play it like i've played um call of duty because the pvp to me doesn't hold me in like games like that um because call of duty guess what guys that's a grind game you get to level up you get to prestige you get to get camos for weapons bungie missed all those marks with with their pvp system and all this and if destiny and bungie has systems with that come into place where like there's a grind i will come back to playing this game hardcore but until then i will be like you and i'll play other games and on one hand i'm okay with that on the other hand it does disappoint me yeah i mean i'm playing way more switch than i'm playing destiny 2 so but anyway david wrap this up all right well, we want to thank you all for listening to in orbit and thank all of you who tune in to our live show here on the meshes buttons twitch page we're available on a ton of platforms so please make sure you're spreading the word the best way to do that is to simply share it in orbit with others we are on itunes apple Podcasts, soundcloud overcast for ios downcast for ios Google Play Music, Stitcher Smart Radio, Player.fm, Pocket Casts, YouTube, and we have an RSS feed. Links to each are available right on the Mashes Buttons website at www.mashesbuttons.com. Make sure to stay tuned after the show to hear what's coming this week on Mashes Buttons. Make sure to check out the other shows on the Mashes Buttons network at mashesbuttons.com shows to see all of our podcasts. And for any questions regarding scheduling, check mashthosebuttons.com slash schedule for all scheduling details. Make sure to check us out on twitter.com slash MTB site, twitter.com slash inorbitpodcast, facebook.com slash mashthosebuttons, youtube.com slash mashthosebuttons. Search on YouTube for Inorbit Podcast for the past live streams and join us on Discord. We'll include the link to that in the show notes. Send us an email to inorbitpodcast at gmail.com. And David, where can people find you at? You can find me on Twitter at DS underscore Bolt or streaming on Twitch. Twitch.tv slash DS Bolt. No spaces, no underscores. And as always, you can find me on all the different social network sites and gaming platforms via my screen name, GoToNRG. That's G-O, the number two, N-R-G. Send me a friend request on Switch. I'm looking for people to play Mario Kart. My prior events are not a memory. It is momentum. It advances, leads, and controls. Points and directs. Shapes and forms. I may not enjoy everything that lies in front of me, but as in any story, the past needs resolution. We are the authors, the finishers of our fate. What is in my past is my prologue, and what is in my future is my destiny. On behalf of the entire show, David, Jared, and myself, we want to thank you for listening to our show. And as always, we'll see you on the next mission. Your Destiny Call.